Hello and welcome back to the Bring It podcast. Hello. Hello. I'm gonna be like holding my breath this episode because I can't put the fan on because it'll be like you know. Mm. So it's very yeah, hot. It will be like it's very hot in Britain. I don't know how I don't know how um, unbearable that that blowing noise was against my mic because it's quite sensitive. Um, what did you say? It's very it's very hot in Brent. That's Britain. What I, heard. I think I just said Britain. Oh, I don't Britain. Know. I can't even remember right. now. I uh, thought you yeah. were, it sounded like you were saying you were living inside David Brent. I don't know mm. if that was what, that would was, be great. what was implied. That would be very <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that as like a book. Living inside David. Yeah, right. I can't imagine it would be a very interesting book, to be honest. <laughs> it would that would be insane. Well, well, gonna, to be fair, I do mean metaphorically. Do you not understand it as metaphorically? No, I've, no, um, I, I meant, I meant physically. Yeah, because the way yeah, Rory no. said it, he meant physically. That'd be quite interesting too, but obviously for different. Right. So, anyway, <laughs> moving on. The actually, no. First of all, I mentioned I went to the cinema four times in a week. That was wow. an insane, yeah, insane experience. I watched yeah. Elvis, uh, then the Black Phone, I believe. Um, then Thor. Then Thor. Then Jurassic World Dominion. And how many of those films did you like? Um, Elvis and the Black Phone were both good. Mm. Uh, the Black Phone probably more not actually probably not more so, but it also it got me the same enjoyment in less time, so mm. probably better. Um, yeah, Elvis was very long, and the Black Phone was one of those beautiful like oh, it's not too long. It was like one hour forty or something. Yeah, beautiful. Good, I love good length for a horror thriller. Films Great need to length. shorten again. They need to be able to, yeah. um, they need to be able to shorten films again into something that's like a bit more manageable. Especially, I mean, cinema seats are just not that comfortable. Actually, I can't speak for like. There's a lot of brands of cinema. Mm, no, but um, you should go to a um, showcase. They have beautiful seats. I've never, I haven't even heard of that. So yeah, yeah. neither have I. They're brilliant. One in I... Southampton, best cinema I've ever been to. <laughs> Yeah, I'm reviewing a bunch of cinema stuff lately, but um, I, I'm, I'm in that little sort of um, no man's land where I don't know whether to do the really, really like unknown ones. They're kind of like, like some of the ones that were teased soon. I really just don't know if I can be bothered with. But mo- for the most part, I'm going to try and do all of them because I find it like quite an interesting experience. Um, mm. but anyway, but back uh, onto the classic film. Oh, sorry, Roy, what? I, I was this. To be honest, you're going to hate that I've brought this up. But at the view, at the view near me in Rumford at the moment, they're doing like a uh, Bollywood festival where they're showing like loads of new Bollywood films every day. Mm. I thought I'd just put that in there because you talk about unknown films. So maybe yeah. I'll do, I'll go see a Bollywood film and mm. review it on the TikTok soon. Oh yeah, definitely do, do a bunch of videos on Bollywood films. Our, our cinemas need to do more stuff like that. That's just, yeah. I think they, 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 work, they do show like, some stuff. Yeah, but like most of the time, it's just like, oh, here's the new Marvel film shown 38 times in a day and they're like oh, yeah, that, yeah. One, that, that one that one film you actually wanted to see yeah we've got one showing at half 11 yeah yeah i was explaining to my mum the other day that like a lot of these really good films that like they really don't go under the radar eventually they don't go under the radar because a few people start watching them and it does get out there like the black phone wasn't I don't think it was that massive before people started watching it, if you know what I mean? Like, the hype for it wasn't as big yeah. as until after people watched it, because I think it was released in America before the UK, like, a long time before. But, yeah, anyway, so, film first. Um, film first. 
Yeah, maybe, we should, maybe we should do a massive timestamp for people who don't like the waffle. If people mm. don't like the waffle, I don't know what you're doing here, actually, because there's really yeah. nothing else. Most yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. it's a waffle. So this, this is probably the most outlandish one we've done because it's literally a chick flick. Uh, we did, for M, we did Mean Girls. I can't remember what the, um, what the nominees were for M. Um, Minority Report. Nah. Oh, that was the that was the other one, wasn't it? There was yeah, I love two. I love Minority Report. I'm surprised not there's like not good. more. I'm surprised there's not more. No, nah, for like such, a, such an iconic letter M. No, there are lots. Like there was Mad Max, Manchester by the Sea, The Martian, oh, Memento, yeah. Memento, Marriage Story, Men in I've Black, Moonlight, Story. The Machinist. Well, the oh, Moonlight. Can you call Moonlight a classic because it's because it's new? Modern classic. Modern, yeah, nah, modern we're classic, doing classics, definitely. mate. We're doing we're doing stuff like you can't believe. I can't believe we, we, he hasn't we, seen we, we Moonlight's did... not much. Yeah, but Inception older or newer than Manchester by the Sea. Inception was like 2012, Martian. wasn't it? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure when was Moonlight? Moonlight was like 2017. 2017. Yeah, that's five that. years later. That's that's not that mental, is it? Yeah. Well, it is in our lives, but we're 23, aren't we? Close of us. Yeah, we 23. Are. That's yeah, that's quite are. a lot. That's quite a lot of time. Five years when you're 23. It is. That it's I think that you could probably you could probably draw a line between classic and not classic if something was came out five years ago. Well, I don't know. I, it I doesn't matter anyway because we've we've done Mean Girls. It's just, a, uh, just a, you know, well, let's do a poll about it later. Mm. What's right. a classic film? What how so, how long ago? So we watched okay. Mean Girls. Uh, a, literally, literally a chick flick. Um, I think Tom said it was like the um, the staple chick yeah, flick. It's one of those like. Most well-regarded ones, I think. Like, just not in terms of just being like a girl film. I feel like at least most of the people I've talked to, boys as well, they found some enjoyment from it. Yeah, it just screams two thousands, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So anyway, shouldn't have said anything. Um. Yeah. For for when did you first watch it then, Rory and Tom? I think it was both of you seen it before. No, uh, the first. This is the first time I've watched it. Oh wow. Okay. So how? Did, um, the first time differ to this time, Tom? Um, I probably the first time I watched it was when I was very young with my sisters, like, like very, very young. Um, oh, so I don't nice. really remember, but I just know I've seen it before, maybe a couple of times. Um, I think as like a, a, a young boy, I was probably just like, it's a bit girly, isn't it? I don't really like it. You know, it'd be one of them Jeez. ones that you're you're afraid to say you like when you're like were you, ten years were you old. Like a, were you an East End child? It's a bit girly, isn't it? I don't <laughs> really like it. <laughs> I I don't remember saying it like that. Um, but yeah, but you know, it's one of those films that if you were ten years old and you went to your friends, you'd be embarrassed to say you liked it. So even if I did really enjoy it then, which I don't remember really enjoying it back then, but even if I did, I probably wouldn't have ever told anyone. Um, but watching it again, um, I actually really like it. I think it's very, very funny. I think there's a lot of jokes in there that you don't, well, you wouldn't usually expect in um, like the stereotypical chick flick, and it's not really got that sort of um, romantic aspect to it obviously there is romance in there but it doesn't really happen the same way a normal chick flick would and it was written by Tina Fey who is like a really really good comedic um, writer and you know her work in like 30 Rock is like brilliant as well and 
yeah, I I don't know what I was expecting going back to it, but I think it's genuinely one of the I I understand why it's regarded as one of like the best ones because it is genuinely very funny. And there's like a lot of jokes that yeah, you probably wouldn't see these days. And they don't always hit, but I think for the most part they they hit quite well. They toned like, it down, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. I think the bit the bit that like it's right at the beginning as well, but the bit that sort of reminded me of what type of film it was gonna be is when she's talking about like the hillbilly kids and they're talking about um the history and they're just like um then Jesus came down with a shotgun and shot all of the dinosaurs or something like that and it just it's like that is just stupid, but it made me laugh. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say I did. I I, actually, I really enjoyed it. I thought it's obviously not like one of the greatest pieces of cinema of all time, but it is for what it is. It's one of the more enjoyable types of like that genre that I've seen. So, how would you rate it? I know we. It, it almost feels weird doing it out of ten. Still, considering Does, we, we were in the letterbox mindset. Yeah, I think it feels weird doing it as well because. Pretty much all of the other films we've done for this, bar maybe like one or two, have been those types of films that you like, like you'd study in a film, like studies class or a lecture at uni. But like, you, it, this is a completely different type of film, so it sort of feels a bit trivial ranking it out of ten when you've ranked all the other ones out of ten. So I guess I'll try and do it to a point like that as well. But I think I'm gonna also rank it out of 10 in comparison to other chick flicks and other types of films like that and i think if you're comparing it to those types of films you've probably got to put it on like the higher side of it but i think just to balance out the two i'm probably going to give it like a seven or a seven and a half okay i was going to say like if you enjoyed it more than like a critically acclaimed film then, then yeah that's, like, that's fine like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like your Rotten Tomatoes, you can just be like fairly, you know, like, oh, yeah. I enjoyed it more than Zen. Like, just a random example. <laughs> that's a random example. Yeah, yeah, that is. Like, <laughs> like, like just... I said, that's 100% how I've gone into it because yeah. I was never a film student. So I was uh, like, none of this is familiar to me. So yeah. I just don't really. It's, it's just... like I may mess, I may annoy a lot of people with how I rate films. So I, that, find it, it's, it's, I always find it weird doing a film like this. And then, like, trying to rank it in the same way I would rank a film like Seven, for example, because they're just very two completely different things. Uh, but yeah. but surely it's just it's just based on your opinion. Like you you can yeah. enjoy it. It's just on your enjoyability. Like how much yeah. you enjoyed the film, really. But like, I just mean like in terms of like okay, I'm going to use Blade Runner as an example because it's one of my like the new Blade Runner. It's one of my favorite films of all time. A film like that it's going to gain extra points for things like cinematography and score. And it's automatically going to go up because of that. But you're never going to be looking at a film like this, looking at the cinematography. But then maybe a film like this has other points that can push it up that Blade yeah. Runner doesn't have like humor. Like comedy, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I think it can average itself out, even mm. if this one's obviously not as good as Blade Runner. Yeah, true. If something, if something with basic cinematography and, and basic everything else, but then well, yeah, obviously really there's, what... there's still skill to all of it because, like, even the most like the shots you don't even notice will take a lot of planning. Mm. So there's still obviously skill to it. Oh, yeah, I just but yeah, I think it's a very good film. Um, 
Rory? Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was pretty good. I um, I sort of knew the story because this film is like satirized and talked yeah. about in loads of other pop culture shows. So I didn't really get any shock out of it. Like I knew what was going to happen with Lindsay Lohan's character. And I sort of knew she was going to have her rise and fall. Mm. So I sort of didn't get to, I don't know, enjoy the switch of um, her and Regina George's place. Yeah. place. But it was still like, uh, it was really well done and fun to watch. Um, was... What were you going to say? I was just going to say in terms of shock value, I think the only really bit that might actually shock people is a bit where she gets hit by a bus. Yeah, I didn't see that yeah. coming at all. Yeah. I hadn't heard about that. So yeah. I didn't, didn't know that was going to happen. I um, at the end when they did the three kills because I thought that yeah. actually happened. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things I had written down was like, it's like it was satire, but not like overbearingly so. Like mm. it wasn't straight on the nose. Like it was its own story as well, but it had like elements of, you know, it was satirizing high school uh, movies and then also probably just American high school in general. Yeah. Like I really liked the, the, uh, the clique sort of scene where it showed all the different tables in the high school. I thought that was really yeah. funny. Although I was thinking at the time, like, I don't know if they could make that now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, they, like, they definitely wouldn't. Yeah. It would just, they just get in trouble for it, but yeah. it was really funny the way they did it. I think it's, it just, it just sort of um, shows how, um, actually quite brutal high school bullying was that every single yeah. almost every single line that was said was some sort of micro um aggression, aggression. that just would not be tolerated nowadays at all even even mm. though it was like the smallest dose of it every single thing now is just unacceptable to say like if yeah. you were to say it, if you were to tone it up a bit more it would literally be like the worst person on earth kind yeah of thing. like it was <laughs> like, what would you, what would you, like there was a bit of racism there was fat phobia yeah uh, well, a lot of obviously, there's a lot of fat phobia. There's just general discrimination everywhere, and like, yeah. like not to say that I sat there going, "Oh, I was obviously like, <laughs> yeah, this is this is actually quite funny." But like, yeah, it's the product of its time, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which did, yeah, um, and you need that kind of stuff, yeah. Did did this come out first, or did Scrubs come out first? By the way, um, this, this is, is 2004. I think the first season of Scrubs is 2001, so this is four, did three this... years older. I this mean, really is more recent. This really reminded me of Scrubs, some of the scenes mm. with Lindsay Lohan's character. Like, yeah. I noticed it as it was going on. Well, you know when uh, in her head everyone had turned into, like, animals and start fighting yeah. each other? Oh, yeah. And and then there was a bit later on where she was like, hang on a minute, I closed my eyes and they're still there. That reminded me of Scrubs yeah. as well. Mm. I don't know if she took, like, um, uh, inspiration from it. Because there was, like, you know, like, the little... Um, there's always little vignettes in Scrubs where it'd go off and it'd show another scene, like a little clip, what um, JD was thinking about. Like, there was bits like that in this show, in this show, in this film. Like, you know, when she's talking about her first love with that, like, kid from Africa. Yeah. She says, like, I really like you, whatever his name is, in Afrikaans. And she, he's like, get away from me. That reminded me of Scrubs, too. Mm. Um, yeah. But I, did, I, really I didn't think that while I was watching it, but now that you say that, I do. Yeah, there's actually quite a lot of similarities just in terms of comedy overall with like yeah. scrubs yeah. yeah it worked it worked well i, yeah, was, no, I was a big fan um anything else i wanted to say i thought rachel mcadams was really really good in this i've heard stuff yeah. about it before as, as regina george she does that bitchy sort of yeah uh i don't know like she's you can tell she's always thinking about how she can get one up on whoever she's talking to yeah 
she plays a character brilliantly yeah yeah like there's always something going on behind the eyes yeah one of the characters as well well. yeah one of the characters as well i think i don't remember finding her as funny as i did this time round, but um the person i think it's amy polar 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 the person who plays regina's mum. i thought she was really funny yeah she's just that sort of like out of touch like just blend it trying to blend in like just trying to be younger i just thought the way she played it and just the what she had to say as well was just really funny yeah i agree gretchen was decent actually i remember thinking yeah. she'd end up being a bit of an unsung hero amanda to be fair i think all of the mean girls were played very well amanda seafried as well i i, I do actually really like amanda seafried but i actually thought she was slightly forgettable in this hmm the she was definitely given the, the least to do. Out yeah, no, she was, yeah. but then also I don't think she brought much to the yeah. role. Yeah. Not, not, it wasn't really much of a criticism because it wasn't the most complex. It would have more yeah. been like a massive compliment if she had done it, but I don't think she did. Mm. Um, yeah, anyway. What did you... You didn't rate the thing, did you, Roy? No, I was just. I just remembered something else I was going to say. I've written down that the length was good for this. It's only like an hour and a half long. But I do you think it's... That. It sort of ran out of steam near the end, I sort of thought, as well. Like, I liked yeah. the ending, but the, you know the bit where they're in the hall doing the sort of, the what's it called, um, trust uh, fools or whatever they're called? Yeah, yeah. That bit was, was quite cheesy, and that was obviously on purpose, but I remember getting to that point and finding, okay, I'm a bit bored with this now. Mm. Like, I was yeah. just a, sort, of, sort of waiting for um, Lindsay Lohan's character to own uh, up and it yeah. be done. Although I, I kind of like the Mathletes bit as well. Um so that's sort of one criticism I had of this film. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to rate it, uh, it's not something I'd usually watch, but the the comedy was genuinely funny. One bit that really made me laugh actually before I wrap it up is, you know, when they're in the toilets and the I can't remember what the gay guy's called, but he um the, that like midget oh, girl. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks at him oh, yeah. like, you can't be in here <laughs> he's like Danny DeVito I'm a massive fan yeah. of you <laughs> yeah, it's um, da- Damien Damien yeah. yeah he was really good um, I thought he was good well I'd, I'd say comic relief but they're all sort of comic relief in this film but I did think he was funny in it yeah um, I'd probably give it like a 7.5 out of 10 because like i said if you're running out of steam in like an hour and a half film there might be something a little bit wrong yeah but at the same time there i did laugh quite a lot at it and i enjoyed the story for what it was as well yeah yeah um it's i don't know it's it's funny because like i don't just i think i disagree like the tone of how you're talking about it i kind of agree like i'm pretty much on board with it but i just think like the whole rating to perspective thing i've I've just thought of a bit differently because i gave it like a six and like that's not like that's not that's like not a, that different. Yeah, yeah, it's not well six seven point five. It sounds it's quite feels like quite a big difference. But at the same time, mm. like if I see five as like a film, I think I worked it out recently. I think a five is some a five is a film where I was interested as often as I was bored. So that that's how I kind of worked it out recently because it was yeah. Dominion. I think I actually said this somewhere that I was so grateful for Dominion uh, because it it was literally the perfect average film. Where I had yeah. just as much intrigue as I had boredom, like runtime wise. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I just found like Mean Girls. I think I enjoyed enough of it for me to give it above average, like considerably for being a yeah. full rating. Um, and I actually think in the end, one of the factors that made it really quite a lot more than a five was um, the principal, like really pulled yeah, out of the bag. Really pulled out of the bag in the. Um, 
I, it might be the assembly bit where he had the majority of his jokes. There was there was there was one early on that really made me laugh, and then there's sort of one. There's a few later on. So the first, like when he said, um, <laughs> "No, when when the riot was happening, he grabbed the baseball bat." <laughs> like that just made me cackle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. When he like when he's like, uh, "We would cancel your dance, but we've already paid the DJ." Yeah. <laughs> and then, like um, when he asked that that girl the question, like like um. Like, oh, what's saying? What's it like a really girly problem you have? And she was like, she had a, a wide set vagina. Oh, yeah. And, he's like, <laughs> yeah. and then he's like, like yeah, I, I can't, can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, right at the end of the dance, he was like, you're not required to make a speech. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just carried <laughs> on. Yeah. He, he salvaged any doubt that I had that it might have been like a, just an okay film because yeah. he, like, there were so many bits where he made me laugh in that. And it was all late as well. Like, I didn't realize he was funny until later on. I think the bat bit was really got me because because they again like Rory said actually they didn't overdo a lot of the on the nose stuff. Mm. It was all mm. like it was all very like hang on is this serious is this like is this how the director sees school life? It was kind of like one of those things. Mm. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. like satirical, but not like to the point where it was a parody. Yeah, I the think, tone was great, I thought. Yeah. What I appreciated about it in terms of that is I think a lot of films about high schools in that time were sort of spoof films. Mm. And I didn't I didn't totally know what to expect with this. And it sort of felt like a, a couple of points that it was pushing towards yeah. that. And then, like you said, it reined it back in. I think, yeah, I think it's a very similar time to the um, Chris Evans one, the Not Another Teen movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking just, of. Yeah, a parody. Yeah. But I think, I think this sort of, I think, like, I don't think it's too far to say that this was a, a, like a catalyst for, because before this you had the like chick flicks that were always just exactly the same, and it was just that like boy meets girl sort of film. I think this sort of was like a bridge into actual proper comedy for like a chick flick, or like just a film aimed at girls. Because mm. it's it's not just that like pandering to like the romantic side of people, which mm. I feel like a lot of films before this did. Do you know the the scene that I thought was really well done is the one where they all four of them are on the phone together, and it keeps yeah. putting like, the little screen oh, down, and it comes back in. Yeah, I thought that was really well put yeah, I together. I enjoyed that too. It was genuinely funny as well. Mm. One thing that I w- I'm thinking as well, because I've looked this up on Rotten Tomatoes and I'm sort of surprised by it. Um, I don't, if it, Have either of you looked it up yet? I think no. I did and I've forgotten. Okay, um, well, do, um, which do you think the audience score... Uh, or the oh, critics oh, no, score I do remember is, now, yeah. Well, okay, for Rory then. Do you yeah, think I mean, the yeah. audience score, critic score would be higher with this film? Mm, we, seeing as you, it sounds like a surprise, I'm going to say critic score. Yeah. I probably yeah. should have did a, done a different tone or phrased or <laughs> the question differently. Yeah. yeah, it's got a very respectable 84% from the critics. And um, bear in mind that the critics have 190 reviews to make up that 84%. And then the audience score is 66%, which mm. I, I but also bear in mind that it has over 250,000 ratings. Mm. Yeah, very different criteria though, isn't it? That's yeah, like, it's, it's like, did I like it or did I not? And it'd be weird yeah. 
I think the only reason you'd say to yourself, oh, I didn't like this, is if you were not open to it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that, and like what I was talking about earlier, there will be a lot of men, like probably, not to stereotype, but probably men, who will watch this and sort of wouldn't want to admit that they liked it. Yeah, probably. And that again, that will probably affect the audience score. Well, definitely would affect the audience there's, score. Um, there's a half-star audience score uh, review here that says, Mean Girls 2004, too mean. <laughs> Childhood trauma bubbled enough. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was too it, much. It was him. very mean. Like, it's funny those, those girls were really mean. I think it was they mainly were. Regina, though. The other two were kind of just kind of mean. Yeah, they were just sort of... Kind of mean girls. I say the other two. Girl. Gretchen was kind of mean, and then the other one, um, I've forgotten, what was Amanda's character? I can't um, remember. Karen, Karen Smith. Karen. Yeah, I think she was just too stupid in the film to be mean. Yeah. Or, and at, then, least, and then, or at least too stupid to be mean on purpose. And then Rachel was, um, of, of Regina George, was yeah. like more devious. Like, yeah. she was still mean, but it was more like she was just like a conniving, yeah, like definitely. an ingenious... I'm, I'm surprised yeah. we didn't when we were talking about Scrubs earlier. We just ignored oh, the yeah, fact the that the janitor plays the dad. Oh yeah, yeah. That was, that was such a waste. He was they, like, they didn't make him. Yeah. They didn't make him funny. They should have made him. Funny. Yeah, he didn't really do anything. Oh, I did. I like, love, I love Neil. I like the bit where he was like, because like obviously they've lived in Africa their whole life. The sort of the idea of grounding is alien to him. So when he does it, he doesn't even know what it means. Oh yeah, that's funny. And I also thought yeah. it was quite harsh. I think I yeah. remember thinking. Although I can't remember why it happened now. She, uh, was, it, was it the push pushing the, the road thing or the I can't remember. Um I think so. But also she didn't do it. So I think it was just Yeah, that's that was one of the general, yeah, the general attitude because I didn't find out she had the party. This reminded me when um in the Inbetweeners where Will um where they rang up Will's mum after yeah. he dumped Kerry and he got the grounder for three weeks for dumping someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember thinking, hang on a sec. <laughs> gonna, that was some bureaucracy there, you know? Yeah. Hang on. That, Do we think this is fair? fair? Yeah. And I rewatched that episode, I think, recently, so that's why I was in my head. Mm. I might um, I might actually dial back my rating to seven now I think about it, because I think I gave Alien a 7.5. <laughs> yeah, I think well, it's again, more, it's it's just out of pure enjoyment. Yeah, but I enjoyed Alien more than I enjoyed ah, this. Fair I think. enough. I do, I do, <laughs> I do think it. films that are like feel good are kind of um, harshly treated sometimes. Mm. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, like Alien, I don't think I gave Alien a massively high rating, but like um, something like that, it was intriguing and stuff. But like intriguing mm. is an emotion that I don't think should necessarily uh, supersede enjoyable all yeah. the time. And I think well, that is something rife in the film community. Not I'm not saying you're doing it now. I'm saying yeah. j- just in general. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all it's like f- unique and interesting. Like that. Those. Why are those always the highest criteria? I think films like Mean Girls are the type of film that you could easily like. It's a very easy watch. You could go back to it, like in a, in a couple of years, and watch it again, and just find it enjoyable again. Mm. But then there are films that you watch once, and you're like. That was incredible, but I am never going to watch that again. Mm. Like you just I sort think... of know it, like because it, whether it's like a really, really long film or it's just quite a, like a mentally exhausting film, and you watch it and you're like, everything in that was brilliant, but I will probably never watch it again. 
there's definitely examples, yeah, of that. Well, and I, I don't really watch stuff in general, to be fair. One that I, I don't, I could, it could be an example for other people, but it's not for me because I've watched it twice. But The Lighthouse is a film that people could watch and be like, everything in that, really, really good, but I'm never going to watch it again. I, I hated that when I first watched yeah. it. But I've, been, I've been watching clips now and I quite enjoy them. So I don't know, that's a weird one for me. Maybe it's one of those films that you watch in clips and you're like wow this is really good yeah there was a yeah. lot of boredom for me around yeah. those clips to be fair but that's a different film. films with a twist and like not mm. great for that are they like and yeah. and, that's, and and the yeah. reason the reason those films have had to evolve is that they've had to start putting in a lot more foreshadowing mm. so that people um they can pick up stuff on a rewatch, almost yeah. like it's a second film whereas i think before a lot of films with twists uh didn't really think about that and didn't really do yeah. that and therefore, it was just a, twi- a twist, a cinematic experience, and then done. You know, money taken. Whereas nowadays, people like they try and do a bit of, you know, remarketing, like getting people to come back. Yeah. And like, hey, you, do, do you remember when he said uh, Tyler Durden accidentally? You know, all that kind of stuff. Mm. But yeah. Um. Again, oh, this one I guess is an example of that. Um, I've got a Nightcrawler, maybe, or oh, maybe yeah something like the green mile because i think those are both for different reasons they're both quite mentally exhausting to watch like green mile because of how it's very very long (laughs) yeah very very long but also very very depressing and then nightfall is just one of those films that you're watching you're like you can't take your eyes off of it but you're incredibly uncomfortable and also there's so much shock value in how much how many batteries you're willing to push yeah um which is similar You've, you've seen nightfall haven't you yeah yeah yeah, it's it's kind of similar to Breaking Bad, but that's the re- that's mm. the reason Breaking Bad's so good. There's so much rewatchability in Breaking Bad, despite yeah. the shock, like despite the fact that you know what the arc, where the arc is, you know where he ends up, and it's such mm. a long way away from where he started that you don't actually think there's going to be a lot of rewatchability until you. Yeah, that was one of the few it, things yeah. I actually almost started re- and finished watching from the from the start. That's saying something because I never do that. Wait, rewatching? Yeah, well, I oh, okay. and I, I've never rewatched like a drama I, I was whole way say... through back background. I've rewatched like Scrubs, like stuff that I can dot about. Yeah. With. Oh yes, yeah, so never rewatched just drama. Background. Never from start to finish. I've yeah. done scenes. I've never rewatched something from start to finish. Breaking Bad. I almost finished rewatching the whole thing, and like, literally that's completely against uh, my personality. I, I do find that like obviously that's a completely valid way watch things i do find that quite interesting because i will happily rewatch like shows like breaking bad and dexter i've seen them both at least three times i think it's just because i maybe I get maybe so much enjoyment memory. yeah I, I get so much enjoyment yeah to be fair that i think the first time i watched dexter i was 13 so it's been 10 years there's plenty of time for me to go back and watch it and find that enjoyment again yeah whereas well, when did you watch breaking bad for the first well for the only time it was something that my stepdad introduced me to yeah um i think it was one of those things where i was probably only just old enough to watch the 15s yeah okay and then I just watched the 18 anyway um it was i think probably 16 i don't know guess that's a that's a massive guess though it was on the box there it wasn't on netflix yeah um but the, 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 I think it's just because of the whole, you know, like the whole film first thing. Most of the stuff that I've watched film wise, not most of it, but like a huge chunk of it has happened since. Oh, I guess I better start doing this then. 
Mm. And so all of my time, I think, could be used towards expanding my library rather than going, yeah, like, oh, yay, let's go back over this enjoyment and, and ruin my memory of it somewhat or dilute my memory down, you know, like, I think, yeah, I do, I do sort of like that, you know, like the whole cinema experience thing, like how cinema sell their stuff is that you go there for the experience. Yeah. And it's all about whether you enjoy it or whether you don't enjoy it. There's no like academia to it. I, I think I'm still very much in that camp, or at least I've sort of romanticized that way of doing it. Well, there is definitely something to that. I um I watched, you know, uh, The Revenant, Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. You seen mm. that? Have you seen haven't that, really. Henry? I haven't seen okay. it, but I know roughly. I, I watched that in the cinema, and I thought it was one of the best... Well, I still think that's one of the best films I've ever seen in the cinema. Yeah. But I've watched it after, and like you said, it did sort of dilute my opinion of it a little bit, because it's just nowhere near as good to watch just mm. on your TV at home. It's one of those mm. like surround sound, all-encompassing experiences. Um, but when you just watch it on your TV, and you see it's all these like... The yeah long track long shots of like the wilderness they don't sort of hit you the same way they would if there was like the the surround sound blowing the wintry air past you and stuff yeah. like that i think we I did only... an episode on um on things we were very very glad we saw in the cinema didn't yeah. we mm. or we were going to, at the very least we were going to and i think there are a lot of films like i mean top gun maverick was definitely one of them because i don't oh, think yeah. i enjoyed that 100%. even close to the same without all yeah. of the sound engineering and all the, the the speakers behind me and all that stuff like that. I think I watched yeah. The Dark Knight in the cinema. I do believe. Yeah, I did. Okay. I, d- I definitely watched Dark Knight Rises in the cinema. Yeah, I watched Dark Knight Rises with Rory in a cinema on holiday with his family. Oh wow! Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. I'd forgotten that. <laughs> it's, nice. it's the it's the bring a bit yeah. verse. Yeah. yeah, we did exist before making this podcast. Yeah, yeah. we, we didn't just spawn. Yeah. Many people think we did. We're not industry plants. Just quickly, is there, is there anything, uh, and you might regret answering so quickly, but is there, what is there, if there was one film that you 100% like, oh, I'm so glad I watched that for the first time in cinema? Uh, well, Blade Runner 2049. What, Revenant, yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I'm really annoyed you had answers queued up because I definitely don't. I know. I always, I've, I've got this in my head as like the, the absolute best cinematic experience I've ever had. And it helped that I saw it. I saw it the IMAX screen at my uni mm. and like it had the like Dolby Atmos surround sound, surround mm. sound. And just that film, if I watched it for the first time in my room on my TV, I would have loved it anyway, but watching it in that cinema, it was mind blowing. Mm. Like the best film I've ever seen in a cinema by far. I actually think, um, Force Awakens, Star Wars Force Awakens. When I saw mm. that in cinema, I thought that was unbelievable. I loved that film. Do you and think I remember that was also sort of the like occasion, it was like, all, yeah, like, and like there were yeah. so many people there. It was definitely that. Uh, but after I'd I'd seen it, then all I wanted to do was go back and watch it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was down to the hype. But that's like obviously an example of the experience in the cinema. Yeah. Um, I've got two actually quite weird answers to that, which I thought of while you were talking. Um, mm. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I watched with my dad and sister when I was young, mm. and mm. that is a like, especially because it's so unique as well. It was like the biggest fresh breath of fresh air, even that you could ever have. Mm. Like just even I wasn't like a a cranky eight year old critique, 
or whatever age oh. I was. Like I wasn't just oh, all these tropes. I'm tired of them. But it was like one not, of the most not surprising. Like you are now. Not like I am now. Yeah, no. But the the like I just remember thinking, oh my god, it's just so odd and weird and fantastic. Um, uh, but but I it's a, a very weird answer because I didn't watch it in the cinema per se, but I watched it as a screening. Um, not too long after it was released, so yeah. I think the people going there hadn't maybe hadn't seen it yet. Then uh, maybe they're a bit late to it or something like that. It was at uni. Uh, I think it was in one of the lecture halls, and they just had it playing there. Um, I watched Rogue One, and I was told that there. Were, I was like, "Oh, is, there, is Vader in this one?" And they were like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, he don't do much." Oh, he does something. He does something at the end that was that's yeah. really cool. And I was like, "Okay, oh God, I've got to watch the whole film, waiting for him to do something cool." Um, and he got to it. Got to that end bit. It was really dark, and I had that little flicker in my head. that was like, "Is oh, it now? Is it now?" Yeah. And then he, and then he's like, and I was like, oh my god! And then you actually saw Vader being brutal for basically the first time because all of the stuff before, you know, um, uh, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, all of it's yeah. very like, you know, he's just moving around this tall guy. You know, you hear stories about him. You know, hush tones, Darth Vader, but you don't actually see him doing a lot of the brutal stuff that his legends yeah. uh, sort of written around. I so saw it was just w- watching that for it was the first time i'd watched darth vader in some in some ways like like you can kind of get what i mean yeah yeah no i get what you mean yeah yeah, so that was my slightly weird answer but yeah we're definitely gonna i I reckon we're gonna regret that answer there's there's probably a couple we're gonna think of later that we wish we'd mentioned but yeah anyway that's that that's always the first like blade run is always the first one that comes to mind just for me the visuals and stuff like that yeah, from just, what I've yeah. seen and heard. Just so beautiful. I watched Logan I in the say, cinema as well, actually. Mm, I must say, mm. the last 15 minutes, we've done a real good job of talking about Mean Girls. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, it's probably one of our most more organised tangents that we've had. Yeah. Uh, well, it was a good segue into what we were talking about. Yeah. Maybe people were like, there's going to be a rush of new people that actually stay this time because they're like, oh, wow, mm. these guys, you know. What beautiful segue. Maybe we should do this Mean Girls slash whatever. Something like snazzy type. We, we were looking towards a really good ending for a moment, weren't we? We were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, thanks for coming to the Bring A Bit podcast. Mm. We've been talking about Mean Girls and cinema yeah. experiences. We do yeah. hope you come home and... Uh... Well, oh, by I the way, I, I, did, I, I just I want did... to say... Oh, oh, sorry. Me first or you? You first. Uh, I just want to say um, the next... Um, film first. If we're doing the film that I've got noted down, is probably my favourite in the whole like list of films we're doing. Like it's absolute ten out of ten film for me. Oh yeah, um, we've been keeping it under hats, haven't we? In terms yeah. of the audience. I mean, uh, we can say if we want or not. No, no, that's not. That's not. That's... Yeah, but yeah, that's... by far my favourite film in this so far that we've done. Oh I'll yeah, just... it's a good film. I've just realised yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. I just. Um... I hope we're thinking of the same thing. Well, I think we are. If yeah. we're not, we'll look corns. That's for sure. Yeah, we will. <laughs> My pile of DVDs that I bought, it's not on there, so I need to go and get it. Mm. Um, unless it's on Netflix or... Um, anyway, no clues. No, I I did my first work podcast um, uh, a week ago, I think. Yeah, about a week ago. And it was quite funny because... Um, actually, I think I, I probably would have mentioned it on the podcast because it was Tuesday we recorded it on this and then Monday mm. I recorded on that. But uh, I, I listened back to my audio and I sounded like such a, um, a uh, what's it, like um, on an air on an airplane, um, a steward an or something. Air 
Yeah, like, we I literally, I was like, we do have Oregon Dale on the line. That sounds exactly like him. If you fancy checking out some of our other content, and it was all that, and I was like, I listened back and I was like, I've got to re record this. Hmm. So I did, mm. yeah. But anyway, thanks for coming to the Bring Me Up podcast. Bye. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.